Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Today's episode of The Cantina is brought to you by Grow Generation. Whether you're at the Death Star or the Senate, they have everything you need to grow right where you are. More from them later in the episode. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma Nail, and remember, no droids allowed. Uh, I'm just trying to just trying to increase the the budget value, man. Our bu- yeah. production value, budget value, production, production value. value. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thank you to uh, I I guess Emperor Pal Green. Yeah, because we we went with the little green guy guy last time. This is the Cantina, and it is a Star Wars show on the 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 LRM Online YouTube channel and the Genre Reverse podcast network brought to you by lrmonline.com and as we mentioned earlier in the intro it's brought to you by grow generation i am kyle malone i've been here since the beginning my god cam this this was a written article a long long time ago (laughs) yeah i remember that i used to read it yeah and then i got uh uh lazy yep it was it was was It was, and uh, it started in 18, I, I think, and then in 19, we started doing the the can, Cantina Reviews uh, uh, podcast, the Last Call podcast, just doing the Star Wars movies. Yeah. yeah. Leading up to... And, and it was a lead up to, obviously, that we had it planned so we would get to the, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. All that build up. No payoff. <laughs> <laughs> some, some. Well, there, there was pay, payoff. It just was it wasn't necessarily the, the one that you wanted. In terms yeah. of, you know how we all trashed it to bits for several years, but um, well, but yeah, several. So that dude, I don't know, no, uh, but uh, well, of course you know because I, I told told you. But we're doing the um, uh, uh, a twenty four hour stream of the, yeah. the Cantina review uh, starting uh, today. Uh, at five, if you're if you're watching here on on Friday, and um, yeah, yeah, I'm it's... just gonna I'm gonna uh, put it on and and watch it continuously <laughs> for for thirty odd hours. It is twenty seven point eight hours, I think, and that's without me putting in the little. Um, so you could what you could stuff watch in between every Star Wars film probably twice within that space of time. Probably, you know, probably, um, yeah. I'm excited as we're though. Discussing it, you should do it both at the same time. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Now, I have, I have thought, and it's, it's one of those, those things that you'd have to do behind a paywall or through like a private stream, like just like a Zoom meeting to do like a um, group watch type review. But uh, that's, that's, it's kind of, kind of a d- difficult thing to do here on on like a, a re- regular podcast or or whatnot yeah. yeah but uh yeah so i hope everyone will dr- drop by uh everyone that that uh is part of the the website took took part of the podcast had a lot, a lot of fun doing it some of us will drop in to the uh comments section the live comments section if you you will to uh chat with people that might have uh uh questions about points or you know want to want to debate us and and in addition to doing that in the li- live chat or in the c- comment section uh definitely there'll be uh social media information you can s- see some of that down down below uh drop us a line hit, hit us up tell, tell us uh, wh- what you think and how wrong people are that that the uh episode three light lightsaber uh quote-unquote duels are good and how right cam and i are and and how b- bad uh, all the military stuff in episode eight is, or you could just disagree with this completely as well. Uh, yeah, but that that would 
that then make me question your your intelligence. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm, ter- I'm terrible. Cam, it's been uh, a interesting week in Star Wars news. You know, mm. our our third, our navigator, Shockey, is fi- finishing up some some work stuff. He's back at work uh, in the in the education system. And yeah, so he will hopefully be uh, uh, ripped from hy- hyperspace by the interdictor cruiser that we've got set up to uh, uh, r- wrap him into this. But uh, give us a couple of things that that happened uh, besides the visions trailer because I do want to try to give Mike a, a chance to get here to t- talk a bit about that. I mean, we we could, there's a couple of things that we could start with. I, I don't know if we want to wait for Mike before we go on to the kind of the news that Obi Wan wrapped. Although it's it's not it's not a major thing, is it? So you know, but um, we obviously over the weekend there was some um, news that had come out that various different people had wrapped on Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. So we asked a few questions um, in response to that, and uh, on Monday we, we ran a piece saying that Obi Wan Kenobi had actually wrapped production completely, um, which is what we had found out at that point. So you know it seemed obvious in hindsight, you know, but you ju- you just never know if it was set people that had left the the production at that point, and people were kind of anticipating it would end soon. But yeah. It's, um, that's wrapped now so I think that there was a lot of people quite surprised by how quick it all did wrap up in the end but I think you have to remember it's been in because the they're using the volume and you know as opposed to say and people say oh, but Andor started before it and it's still going they're filming two, two seasons differences. well apparently season one is going to be 12 episodes of Andor that's the current <laughs> You know, wow. kind of buzz that's round there, right? Even it's at thirty minutes each, episode. that's still six, yeah, one hour and quote unquote episodes. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and that they are obviously shooting pretty much all on location. They're not really using the volume for Andor as well, and that's that's what happens. You know, it takes takes far longer yeah. than when you have to do that. And um, I mean, based on what. Shockey has spoke about on this particular show before. Actually, Obi Wan really they anticipated finishing even quicker, didn't they? Because they were actually they were a little bit behind. He had said, and kind of rushing to catch up, if you like. So, well, so actually, it could have been finished a couple of weeks ago had mm-hmm. had there not been any delays. Yeah, de- definitely. And you know, we had discussed on this this show uh, before or earlier. It's so weird. I'm like. Looking at the the monitor to to make sure you know audio and and the main record, recording stuff is going. I'm looking at my my uh, mirrorless and then I'm trying to look in the web streaming can. Anyways, um, it we kind of talked a bit, a bit about how we we knew that it was filming that that there was rumors that uh, they were doing a lot of like uh, modular filming with the volume, so you would have. Uh, and not just the volume, but even on lo- location shots. So you would have Andor and, say, Mando or Obi-Wan and Andor or Obi-Wan and Mando uh, cruise and, and cast and volume time and, and physical set time. And you could just bravo to Lucasfilm and Disney and not just them, but bravo to every crew and and cast member and 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 electrician and mover and truck truck driver because, dude, that's some logistics to to pull this off. Like like you said, to yeah. be, be behind and, and finish like you you do. And then they're just moving basically straight into Mando season three. So wait, another bit of news we heard this week was that uh, Cal Weser. Kyle Weathers? Who the hell is he? Kyle Weathers. Carl. Kyle Malone. Kyle Malone. Carl Malone. Carl Weathers. Yeah, I got got it. It it happens. Um, (laughs) He had a a recent kind of appearance at at, um, Steel City Con. And uh, he was talking about the Mandalorian and, you know, he loves it. People love it. And he actually, it was quite funny. He was talking about kind of how his character came to be. And at first, they kind of wanted him to just be this small part in a mask, you know, and he was talking about, you know, really, you know, that's, that's kind of wasty, you know, what do you bring Carl Weathers in for that for, and then yeah. shove him in a mask, and he says, like, as time go on, you know, Excuse John Favreau kind of warmed to his position, and he said, oh, yeah, so we actually want you to stay around a little bit longer now, and you won't be wearing a mask anymore, and the kind of mm-hmm. role just grew grew from that, and it's he's it's become, 
he certainly wasn't my favourites in the show because he had a kind of believable his turning season one kind of was a little bit yeah oh, okay but I really enjoyed him in season two I kind of like the character he is now if you like no um, I did uh, yeah so yeah it was kind of fun but anyway he finished it up by saying and you know um, basically Mandalorian is coming back we start shooting within a month um, and uh, Bruce Carragher will be back uh, so he'll be back in front of the camera and behind it as well because he confirmed he's going to be directing an episode again which he obviously is probably everyone knows he, he directed one in season two as well mm-hmm. and I thought it was good we both thought you know, when we reviewed it it was a good episode that he mm-hmm. directed so he did the one he, he was in where they do the big cliff fall and stuff right mm-hmm. yep yep it was it it was interesting it was because one of the funnier episodes yeah it, it fits his 80s slash 90s uh kind of style his his flair if, if you will you know or maybe you should say 70s 80s but it it fit him and i i was an er if you remember in in season one uh i kind of he kind of rubbed me a, a, the wrong way at, at first yeah. but in season yeah. two it definitely e- eased into it he just it took me a I think m- in moment season to kind of get that kind of corniness back, a bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, you know, great, you know, but I think the character, the, the, the non-antagonistic character suits him far better in this show. You know, the buddy yeah. that Mando's got that he can go back to, you know. And he's not necessarily, a, he's not not necessarily bad guy. a good guy, but he's, he's, you know, he's a fair pilot if you like you know I, yeah, yeah, you he's know. a bit hand solo almost in some respects he doesn't quite have I don't think of the honour the one thing that can... Mando has but you know but he's improved as a result of Mando's influence shall we say that's probably the best way to look at it yeah well he says that that and you know I also think season one had some maybe rushed production issues and, and th- th- things like that um, even though they didn't necessarily have to rush, just some pacing. If if you remember, there was some pa- yeah, pacing. I mean, in the middle, in when yeah. actually we could have done with seeing. In hindsight, now in the middle, some of why he started to change his mind on things back at his place might have actually worked. But I know mm. season one was all focused on Mando, the kid, and and it was really where they went. But some of those middle chapters, as we've reviewed you know just didn't really hit a home run whereas he didn't really have that in season two so he came and he went you know but he feels that that kind of character that you go cool grief cargo's back this, this episode now so it's going to be a good one you know yeah, and that's the way definitely... i feel about his character now he's kind of i've definitely warmed up to him and i think the episode he directed was key to that and you have to remember he isn't writing that you know it's not as if he's saying oh let's give Grief Car got a really big part here. You know, he, he was directing it, but you know, the way he played it as well, I just thought that was the best he's been. He was funny, he was, do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It just worked, and, and that was the episode that kind of made me, I suppose, fall in love with the character a little bit more, which you, you have to do to enjoy these things. Yeah, uh, we had talked again, g- going back, back to that whole idea of. Um, They've been kind of modular with the Star Wars filming, uh, you know, using locations and the volume and and uh, uh, cast and crew very, very, very effective, effectively and efficiently. Um, I've really en- enjoyed that because it it shows a dedication to getting the content made, which, yeah, Disney wants it for their, their bottom line, but we get, get to benefit from it. But it also shows that we were right about some of those uh rumors when we were when we said hey yeah we're, we're hearing the same about about that modular filming about hey did, did you guys know kenobi was had andor people at their uh, onset location what yeah like it's it's cool man i'm i'm it's it's so compartmentalized it, re- it reminds me of like military operations. I, I dig it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're having to pump out a lot more stories now, you know, with the, the advent of what they're doing on Disney Plus. There's a lot more sort of plate spinning going on. And in that way, they're emulating Marvel Studios, their kind of neighbors, if you like, um, in terms of it. Feige's 
sort of the one in charge, but he's got a million plates spinning and, and all this whole team kind of helped him do that job. Um, and while there's somebody keeping an eye on it all, you know, it's it's very much they do their own thing. You know, each thing is its own thing as long as it all connects in the long uh, Yeah, hey, hey, looky there. It worked. The trap, the trap worked. He's been caught. I was having uh, technical difficulties with the hyperdrive getting on here, so. Yeah, we yeah. made a joke about setting up an, an interdictor cruiser, which, are those canon? Have those been, been used no, in any No, they haven't been used. Nope. I mean, only that thing that, um, the only kind of hyperdrive thing that they've used really was the whole well, last Jedi slow chase thing that they went for. But um, Garbage. No, they haven't used. Garbage. And then I mean, that could have actually made it slightly more fun if they had they had an interdictor and they stopped <laughs> them going into hyperspace do you know what I mean and that's yeah. why they had to run away that would have worked that would have been, been the ultimate th- thing because like you and I have said Cam and, and you guys can hear this conversation in, in re- real depth on that that uh, tw- 24 hour stream that, that's uh, uh, starting up on, on Friday uh, if they had done the, the 33 storyline like Battlestar where they're constantly jumping yeah. you know forget the fuel yeah. line yeah. and yeah. have them constantly being tracked and jumping every certain and amount of time more right and resources each thing you know right yeah. and at the end of it the, the big like climatic thing would have been an interdictor you know they get pulled out early or they they arrive at their jump point and right as they're trying to go to the next jump point that that interdictors there, those those wells turn on. I, I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not doing I'm not doing it. <laughs> These things just didn't happen. Just welcome Shocky. Yeah, yeah, you're you're I right, mean. Cam. Welcome Shocky man, man to to the Cantina. Uh, everyone, our our fearless na- navigator. We were just <laughs> talking about uh, the um, fact that Obi Wan is wrapped. At least principal, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like the main it. shooting, they're yeah. still they're still gonna do some reshoots scheduled. Oh, oh yeah, there's, there's always reshoots. Yeah, there's always reshoots. Yeah. 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 How yeah. they were doing what, Wandavision and the Falcon and Winter Soldier up into the weeks yeah. of their Spider-Man finales. There's some Spider-Man reshoots Dude. happening right now yeah. um, as well. Yeah. But Book we, of Boba Fett has been doing you know some reshoots as well on the weekends gotcha. using the volume. So it's been a busy like. Lucasfilm and, and the volume has been very busy with the schedule and stuff. There's so they've wrapped up everything. They're working right now to start Mando season three. Um, from what I've heard, August 23rd is kind of the the first start of filming. Um, I, I'm not sure if the full cast will be there or not. I know where we were just talking earlier on about where they've said he starts within the next month, yeah. so sometime in the next yeah. three to four weeks probably. They've been doing yeah. So they're they're on on basically on hyperdrive schedule so on the weekends they've been doing kind of double booking it where they've been doing reshoots for book of boba fett they've been doing kind of some i guess test footage like i don't know the actual like lingo for you know for filming whatever but it's been like test footage or like some early footage you know shooting for mando season three so that when the full cast shows up it's like shoot game Mm -hmm. on because they're very limited on their window how much the, you know how much you know what they're the cast. you know what they're doing they're spooling up i i i'm guessing they're probably still utilizing mostly unreal 4 for most volume work yep. uh because five while you can get your your developer hands on it it's f- fairly new um all they're do- doing is they're they're there on the weekends playing video games basically with the vault no i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious for, for, for mando they are yeah, yeah. yeah they're mean, they're yeah. playing vi- video games and they're setting up hey up. Yeah. we want the the mountains to be 50 meters back right. for this this shot they're setting up it's, tracking it's basically and a giant main, a, a giant mm-hmm. minecraft yes yeah. isn't that yeah, am- yeah, amazing isn't that insane and that's where i'll say that lucasfilm does something better than maybe what marvel does what we saw with like wandavision where they had to go back after 
you know, the final episode and then we see, you know, they kind of re-edited the final scene a little bit. It gave it a little bit more depth and more realism to the mountains and the trees. And and, um, and some people now are going through and like, like picking, you know, certain elements of like, oh, look, it's different now, you know, in this yeah, episode. Yeah, I mean, actually, certain, I yeah. like that they're doing that. If you notice little yeah. things that weren't quite ready, especially because with the whole pandemic thing, they're just right. going back and fixing it and saying, look, you know, yeah. we're just not going to announce this. We're just going to make it better. So, you know, with, so it sits in the system. So. so with that and kind of sticking with this whole te- technology conversation before we take our commercial break, uh, I, I talked on, on Tech Tuesday on the Daily Cup of Genre, the Daily Cog, watch subscribe on on youtube listen on on the uh podcast channels and then uh we were we were talking about how video game technology in the in the volume specifically on unreal engine and how Mm -hmm. uh did either of you watch the the uh ready player one extras or any of the how how it was made the volume cam like legit it's really cool it's It's one of the best the blu-ray is worth the extras alone straight up like it's and that's rare to say dude watch the extras (laughs) all of them um so spielberg to go into the oasis he had something very similar to to the volume but it was of course the big white motion capture room but he could put on vr and walk around and somebody's watching him in screen on on a screen in the oasis and he's like hey i want this you know pushed back can i get more light lighting over here now yeah. they can do all of that without the fucking uh, 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 visor and and gloves and con- controls. And, you know, it's amazing. The, the all from the, games. The directors getting, you know, the director now has far more control. Whereas, you know, back when the prequels were made, for example, the director almost had to kind of just pass it over to the visual effects team. And then it's, you're just Lucas is basically just approving designs, then approving the final look. And there'll always be a point where you can keep working on it, but you have to just say. It's not going to get any better than that. Stop yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? And now those limitations just aren't really there. You know, you can have the benefits of CGI, but you can, as Spielberg did, go in and, and mess about with the shot in the way that you would light a real location. You know, and that's that's the, the advantage of it. So with that, let me ask you you this. this. Is it... Is it... <sighs> There's some mistakes that they've gone gone and, and f- fixed. We saw the like, the jeans guy from Mandalorian and like oh, yeah. you mentioned stuff in Wandavision. <laughs> we all can point exactly. W- w- we could hold our fingers up and go now for the disappearing lightsaber in Episode Four. Should oh, they yeah. fix that? Should they go back and fix the lightsaber effects? I, I'm in guessing that or five they and have Should they do an agreement things? as part yeah. of the deal when they sold it to Lucas that they don't touch well, his original not, films? Is not my just, guess. Well, Lucas not, did enough touching with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, not but just, I think at that point he's like, you know, that's that's my final vision, so I don't want you to touch yeah, that. I else they would have surely changed it by now. Well, I don't necessarily mean just that, but other movies that have a classic glitch oh, yeah. or because it's almost part of the the movie right like the if i'm not mistaken what everyone thought was a cast member hanging themselves on wizard of oz is just some uh set piece that broke and was swinging right, right. right? yeah why not you know why haven't they gone in and removed that actually i think they did uh, in some some things but, then, but those types of things of like, of is it that's what i'm asking that's what i'm asking i, is it? I mean I, I think if they fix it so quickly as they do now it doesn't have time to yeah. become a classic but mm-hmm. would you want them to go back now and for example fix the stormtrooper bumping his head on the door and no, the original star wars not. no like so you wouldn't because like it's part of the charm or the fact that they you know for years, they lost some of the dialogue and they closed the blast doors, closed mm-hmm. the blast doors, opened the blast doors scene. And you know, when they brought that back the way it was, it, it was like, ah, that's it, back to the way it was again. It's much better now, you know? So there's, there is a lot of things that they did improve, but there's still a lot of things that are, are almost sacrosanct, if you like, you know, that you wouldn't change. And economically, um, it doesn't make sense to go back to every movie and do that, because it's, it's yeah. expensive to go, in and make those adjustments. I mean, you're you're paying 
you know, visual effects the, artists the, and the editor, artists like, do they, uh, they did get the study, films out and right? And they copy did a them after it was when um, the original trilogy did the re-release with all you know when Lucas added all the extra stuff, and they you know for the amount of money that Lucas put into the the re-releases and and making it high def, adding the extra scenes to it and stuff, it was profitable but not for a standard movie it would have to be something on a star wars level yeah you know, people, i mean you know could you go back nowadays and, they can remaster old films easier, right yeah the time he did it it was far more expensive right to do all that. oh yeah but could you go back and do like the original star trek movie maybe but would it, how many people would go line up and go see it in theaters or purchase or it buy on a DVD? new yeah. buy a new copy of you, it. Mean, yeah, you can already get the resolution the problem is sometimes when you take these old films and you bump up the resolution of what we have now makes it the look flaws worse become slightly you know yeah they become more coloration and everything is i'll tell you what and those are the times when you notice the films that are let's say just shot on location for example that mm, really yeah. stand up well like if you look at jaws now and you look just look past the the bad special effects in the shot. That's another argument. That's, that should never be changed now, right? Nothing, but, you know, never, it ever. Don't touch the but gosh damn the shark. The film is so gorgeous, even in Blu-ray. I haven't even seen the 4K yet because the Blu-ray, when it's upscaled to 4K, is is literally like you were back there uh, in the beach in 1975, do you know what I mean? And that's film for you because film never really loses that. But the right. more special effects you add on top of it, that's that's you well, know those are the films that suffer most and need the most work. That's that's because of um, digital effects are they're rendered at the resolutions that they're created at. Mm-hmm. There's only so much yep. you can do about that. That's why like re, re, HD remasters, uh, all they kind of look like is like a new skin, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, mm. and that's why the prequel trilogy looks so bad because you cannot actually get a true yeah. 4k image out of out of episodes two or three because it's amazing they're all that now sometimes digital. the old trilogy looks better than the it prequels does. Right up does. to that point because the models and things that they used actually hold up better yeah you can see the lines sometimes that cuts the yeah, you know the matte lighting the, the actual, and, yeah, lighting did, and yeah. you know a lot of the like you see like, the boxes you could see a ship you fixed a lot of that back yeah. in the 90, you know the 90s so so none of that's quite as noticeable now anyway so it kind of it benefits from having been ram- remastered at a time before that technology was really there yeah and with with film you can take a picture with whatever resolution camera of your best sell a film and it's it's going to be that resolution i mean now of course the better quality the film the better quality the the picture will be but uh you can get a you can basically get a 1970s movie that looks better than the matrix will when it's upscaled with its digital effects Mm -hmm. Especially yeah, those, those sequels. So, that, anyways, that's, that's, that's the point I was trying to make in a much yeah. more concise manner. E- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, let's go ahead and take a word from our sponsors over at Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation is your one-stop shop for hydroponic grow supplies, product systems, and more. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. My cat is being mental at the moment. Okay. <laughs> well, have fun with your, your mental cat. Guys, okay, we, we have to t- talk about it. We all know uh, I'm excited. We all know Cam's not excited. I have to know what Shocky thinks. Shocky, what did, did you think of Visions tra- the Star-, Star Wars Visions trailer? All right, so... There was a time in, in my younger self that I was a big time anime fan, and you know, I, it was a real weird time. Like you, you couldn't, you got to go to Blockbuster and go to a certain section mm-hmm. to find anime videos. Only way to get it. Only way to get it. Or Sci-Fi Channel would do like what was it? Saturday mornings at like seven a.m. They would show one movie or whatever, and that was it. Um, it, it kind of you know. It, it, it kind of reminded me there's some clips there that like of the the 90s style anime that you know that i thoroughly enjoyed and stuff like that but some of the the newer model stuff that it's just the new anime style mm-hmm. um you know i didn't really you know it was it's you know 
newer times, you know, newer fans on that. Um, I'm interested. It's really something that I feel like it's going to connect some fans, like some, you know, some straight anime fans, some, you know, Star Wars fans that weren't really into anime. Like, I think it might kind of get that, like, Cam, who's not really into anime, I think when he sees this, might say, all right, I got to check this out. I got to, you know, maybe there's some other, you know, I don't know. I don't know, that's the part that puts me off, is the, yeah. the fact that it is anime and I know it's not connected so they can just do whatever they want and you know, I, I struggle to understand what's going on in the screen half the time I watch an anime anyway, so that is just it doesn't the tell me movement, it, Like legit yeah, question, like, is it the, the, like the movement aesthetics and strange yeah. colours and the way it freezes and, and you know, everything gets... You know, it kind of has the flashing yeah, lines just, while they're just talking, just, and so yeah, I can. Yeah, I just lose that. my attention completely, and the stories well, are told in such a way that they're told more visually yeah. than mm-hmm. they are auditory. You know, you wouldn't sit and write down a story and then make an anime about it. You would write it as an anime because you would use the visuals to tell the story, um, and you know, it's just a medium that I struggle to get my head around. I just have to be yeah. honest. I think it's for like, for me, I'll enjoy it. Kind of like, um, what was it Gotham Knight that came out for the Batman? Um, like in between uh, yeah, Gotham by Gaslight or something, the Victorian no, one. Or was, uh, the no, 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 no. It was, like, it was actually supposed to be Christian Bale, and it was part of his like get, oh. went back to some of his training and, and also yeah. something that he was oh. doing. It was like six stories. Yeah, okay. it was six stories. Like it's it's similar to Visions. It was six stories. Each one done by a different artist, um, you know, different visual, you know, type of Batman and everything, and they had all their own and different um, styles and everything. It's kind of like that. And then what was it, Animatrix that came out? Yep. Um, like I enjoyed them. I didn't like I, so I enjoyed Animatrix and I enjoyed it was a Gotham Knight and I like two of the Animatrix. I think. Um, yeah. I I, and that's why I think I'm gonna ones. like this. Like I think there's gonna be a, like a one or two that yeah. I really love. And then the other that's one's what like, I think eh, as well, yeah. yeah. That's why my original plan was kind of like wait till people are raving about one and maybe watch yeah. that one rather than sit and watch it every week when it's on. But Kyle seems to have other ideas about that. Yeah. Wonder, see, like the pod racing one, that's the one that kind of interests me if they really do like the pod racing episode, like full out. This stuff. right here, the twin, the twins. So this is i'm gonna weave out here guys this is uh a story of dark side twins okay mm-hmm. and it's done by studio trigger and trigger did uh uh the uh sssss uh gridman and dinazenon series which i am obsessed with uh uh this year uh ever since of discovering them earlier th- this year um this i understand is ex- what the artwork you were talking talking about shocky that this isn't quite your your cup of right, tea. Correct. Uh, this is trigger. I love it. Like this, like my. It's like that, guys. Like, <laughs> did you? So Kyle, you know the one, the the fan made one anime that came out the what, Tie Fighter, yes. the Tie Fighter one, yes, and stuff like that's my style. Like to me, I, that's like I love it too. Like yeah. this type right here, where you're looking at uh, a it's not i got got the designs are different but like an inuasha style action mm-hmm. scene right here you've got the um god that just looks so beautiful beautiful oh i mean it's um, amazing yeah. you've got this uh mm-hmm. almost ghibli style anime with the ra- rabbit character which i don't know if they on purpose if it's a throwback to jackson from the old Mar- marvel comics the green Maybe. space rabbit or oh, the rabbit yeah. I remember him. I Jesus, that's that's going back. I know. Oh, look at that! I'm sorry. I know. I'm I'm a weeb. It, it happens. Um, the other one that I really like is this, the uh, manga-looking one. This right here. Mm-hmm. The line work, the use of light. That's like the, the animatrix. Sh- and stuff. Shadow and yeah, I love, I love this. So, Mike, you we've kind of been t- talking about it. You've mentioned you're interested. So. My idea, got guys, while we're we're here, we can brainstorm with with everyone. Is uh, AVR Anime Versal Reviews, of course, wants to to cover this, and uh, we haven't really done a a uh, animated reviews with the with the Cantina. We've only done live action stuff, so it's it'll be nice to do kind of a co- collab here. 
since Cam's not the biggest anime fan, I kind of thought, what if we just get him to watch just it? Make me watch it. <laughs> just make me watch it. But he doesn't have to do a full full review. He'll do like a uh, I'm kind of co- calling it like the corner booth. Uh, Cam's cor- corner booth. He'll just say a, a surface thing. Hey, this story was was interesting. This artwork was was trash or was yeah. nice, and we'll put that in with it. Would you be interested in being uh, the second Cantina uh, leg of AVR doing? Yeah, visions? I'll do it. Yeah, awesome. listen, I'm gonna watch it. I mean, yeah. Star Wars, anything Star Wars, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna <laughs> give it a shot. So, see, I wasn't yeah. sure with this one for the first mm-hmm. time. This was the first one where I was like, well, it's not canon. Listen, well, I watched Star Wars Resistance, watch so I'll watch that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I tried. I tried. I tried. Uh, I, I sat no. through it. I've tried them all. No, I've, I really no, have, guys. No. I've, even the, I've tried even them the all. Ewoks cartoon back in the. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I but then I was a kid at the time. You know? yeah. Yeah, I actually it, watched an episode of that because it's on Disney Plus, or at least it is oh, in yeah. the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so bad. It's it's bad. Really <laughs> bad. That was so a straight bad. marketing so campaign bad. to just sell toys. That was that the Ewok movies. Oh. I wonder what the anyway. new droids cartoon will will excuse me end up being being like. Uh-huh. I wonder if it's going to be Filoni. Fel- will it be more like the old dro- droids? Will it be geared towards I mean, uh, us? They like would want to make it canon, wouldn't they? They would. They wouldn't. I think you'll get like a you'll get like a BB-8 adventure. Uh, you know. A, a, C-3PO adventure. Uh, I would, I would anthology. rather they just yeah. they didn't do that. I would rather they just gave us some new droids and told I think you us get new their, droids their story well, but... through these new droids. And it's just a, a you know it's the story. It's like kind of Lucas's original vision for Star Wars: make the droids the main character, but done across an entire series where the droids are the main characters. I yeah. think that could work. Have you guys ever seen that fan documentary? I don't know if it's still on, even on YouTube anymore, or whatever, where the guy did a uh, a, a documentary of all the R2 units on the Naboo Starfighter uh, from episode one that got shot oh, off and everything. That's awesome. <laughs> did like a, like a, you know, recap of their lives or whatever. <laughs> was like six of them and five. R2's one of them and five out of the six get shot off or whatever. So, oh, wow. Like a, in post-memoriam, you know, type thing. <laughs> it was hilarious. What, what happened to Star Wars fan films? That used to not just be Lucasfilm. a thing. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. That's what it is. They I mean, don't, so they don't, they don't when like Star it. Wars Theory yeah. did his Vader episode one or whatever, like he posted it and got mad, like mm-hmm. great reviews. Everybody loved it, and Lucasfilm shut it down. And so yeah, he had to make an agreement that he would make any money on it. Lost, he lost, you know, close to a million dollars on that, you know. But I mean, yeah, if you're going to use their license, though, you know you're yeah. not going to make money off it. And you know, I, if you're going to do that. it, you have to do but it. But also, too, even people that they are... they will never let you make money off it. But, even, but Lucasfilm is very protective of their their content. So yeah. if you make fun of it or you do anything that they don't yeah. feel like is right, they have every right to and, shut you down and stuff. And so. that's... I can't... I can't... Because, guys, uh, Troops was, was great. Well, it's, unless it's just uh, talking like we do, they can't trust right. it. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's what, but like, um, they can so still make your life hell. The mobile game, Star Wars Galaxy yeah, Heroes, um, when, you know, when it first came out, they had the, you know, EA has those game changers where they have players, you know, post YouTube videos playing the game and promoting it and stuff. The nice. game changers went on YouTube and it was like at around a time where like the game was two years old and there wasn't really a lot going on. So they decided, like, you know, make fun of like memes, Star Wars and stuff like that. And Lucasfilm got really pissed and um, told, you know, EA to shut them down and everything. And they got shut, the game changer position got shut down because a couple of them did like YouTube meme videos, like on their own, like nothing to do with it, but because they were somehow tied with, you know, a video game. Yeah, that and they had Wars. that big exclusive contract, which they don't have anymore. And they're yeah. still making Star Wars games, but it's not an exclusive contract yeah. anymore. I mean, it, it's kind of, you, you kind of start wondering uh, why. And in all honesty, you, people could say, oh, they don't want you to damage their, their image. That's that's garbage because everyone right. loves tr- troops. Everyone loved the robot chicken. Uh, Star Wars well, the fan, like the, the uh, Darth Maul fan film that's on YouTube or whatever. The... Where he's like uh, Jay from uh, Maul Rats and no, 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 the one where it's that like funny. Yeah, it's funny, but there's like a serious one too, where it's like oh. a group of Jedi are hunting Maul, and mm. he he tear like he tears through all like five of them mm-hmm. and stuff. But um, the that creator 
he had to fight tooth and nail to get that to stay online because YouTube took it down because of copyright, you know, infringement mm-hmm. and stuff. So, do you remember the the Rob versus uh, Dorkman uh, uh, lightsaber duels? Uh, like, you guys want to talk about about for for people that may not have ever uh, uh, seen them? Uh, this <laughs> this guy was some some good like uh, uh, cho- choreography. Uh, this was very episode one style where, yeah, they're doing some spins and stuff like that. But they they yeah. have some brawler moments, man, where they're just yeah. pounding at, e- at each other. And they did seem to try to put more effort into giving a spin a purpose. Uh, of course, it's much slower. They're not professional fighters. But you, this is fairly inexpensive to do and where are the people do, doing it the, they they did it essentially for for free if, I, if i'm not mistaken yeah. i think they were actually in film school it may have been part of that mm-hmm. if i remember my lore from back in the er, early 2000s but i don't know man i has disney really been that toxic to creators it's not necessarily toxic it's just they're very well in lucasfilm prior to to disney buying them very been very protective of the Star Wars franchise. And I don't think it's necessarily just to, to be assholes about it or whatever, but it more or less is like they're what they don't want to have happen is, control. is let yeah, is they, they let got- a couple things go and then all of a sudden there's some really bad stuff out there and yeah it, like and then it gets pretty so, much like you know, shut down or whatever. And stuff. But what happens with what happens with people that produce their own content they're not selling it and they have like a jace for for example jace has his comic source website that's his website he produces a fan thing and hosts it on his server for his site not making money what really can they they do besides maybe try to pressure his advertisers they have the rights to you gotta realize they have trademark rights to almost like lucasfilm has trademark rights i know but there's a lot of there's a lot of fair use where the right person like the right person that's just willing to be stubborn could could push them down enough correct but you have to have a lot of money and good lawyers to, to, to go to battle that's the problem is that it's not the fact that like there, there's fair use and you can use it but when lucasfilm comes out or disney comes out you with trademark infringement and you you got to fight it in court that's that's you know legal I'll, I'll fees give you, you. I'll give i mean I, there's there's music right? and effects and all of that right here on on youtube yeah. i'm sure it's not monetized here's it's been up since 08 you're not looking at what if the fan-made stuff ends up being more loved by the fans? That's what I was going to go at. That's what I was going to start talking about. Disney, like, why, why you can you not deliver this when, when, Thank you when for bringing the, me this that. fan can, yeah. can do that, this in a shoestring like, budget? You know, that's do you not think really that's good the, to have either. Do you think that... I? Because I honestly believe, and especially because of, of Star, War, Star Wars theories film... I believe that's the root of the of it. I don't think oh, it has jack to do with protect. I think it's it's two things. One it's ideas, everything. one ideas. They they don't want any any possible idea yeah. to be done by someone else where they would then have to potentially pay you for for it. Yeah. And then number two, they don't want, just like the EU st- stuff that they've been so desperate to not release that they're they're piecemealing it but and only for certain projects um and we'll talk about the the alleged mount tantus stuff in, in a second but it i that's the root root of it man they just they don't they don't want you to get their their idea and and that that's it <sighs> well they don't want they don't want fans to be confused with what's you know what's real star wars and what's fan made star wars so like you know, they and, do a good job of confusing us on what's this way, canon we've and just what's come not up on with, their, their own. We've just come up with several cons, four or five different cons for Disney oh, yeah. to do it. Yeah. And the only positive is us fans. Oh, right? yeah. That doesn't and, help Disney in any way whatsoever. Well, so we all not necessarily, not, really not necessarily does it not, point. not necessarily does it not, not help them. Everyone knows that uh, companies that do good goodwill uh, 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 things boosts that that company i mean look right. at look at when nintendo 
Look at what happened overnight uh, for them because of how loyal their their fans are. When Nintendo did relent on uh, Let's Play and YouTubers and and created the yes, very shitty uh, c- compromise, people still flooded back to them. Other companies don't don't get that. Like when Microsoft fucks up, PC users will be like, "Okay, Microsoft, you ready?" Let's do let's do this, and they have to rely solely on their enterprise market to to hold them down until their commercial side gets shit right again. But Nintendo people were like, "Okay, yeah, we'll take it." You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah, Disney, I think, it's kind of like, could you maybe? But when, so with Disney, <sighs> they, like it goes back to the, uh, if you guys remember in the early '90s in the United States, with, um, in late '80s, early '90s. Ow. A lot of uh, childcare services were putting Mickey Mouse and all the characters on the outside of their buildings to make it seem like they were, you know, Disney-related. Affiliated. Yeah, affiliated. And Disney went to town because what happened was is there was a couple, not all of them, but a couple childcare services that were horrible. They're bad people. They were taking... And so parents were like, they they were confused, like, oh, but I thought this was... you, you I and know, I have I common. Know, we I have know, common sense, know, but know, and so what happened? Disney went to town, Jeez, and they no. went all across the country, uh, and they if see they that just saw wouldn't you, happen in the UK with it because uh, nobody would believe it really was. Disney oh well, I mean, place. yeah, anyone uh, with common sense would know that a hand-drawn Mickey Mouse outside of a building, you know, is not really mm-hmm. a Disney-affiliated. Like, there's not a Disney affiliated childcare service. My daughter can draw Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it, right. Yeah. <laughs> but they got they got sued, and I believe it was in '89 or '90. Yeah. You know, by a couple parents and stuff. And so after that, Disney went to town. And you have a a, a nursing or nurse childcare, you know, pre K, and you have Mickey Mouse on the side, and Disney finds out about it, you will be taken to court. It's kind of like um. Uh, William Shatner. I don't know if you follow his Twitter account, but he went after some crypto company because. They used his uh, a picture of him and a quote he said on Twitter and posted on Twitter trying to like promote cryptocurrency, but made it spin it like he was promoting that company. And yeah, Shatter saw it and yeah. he went straight after him and said, "If you take this down and you oh, need yeah. to contact me, or you know." And so I think Disney and Lucasfilm they err on the ultra con- you know side of caution yeah. when it comes to fan made films and stuff. They don't want anybody confusing and like, oh, is this. Real Star Wars, and not so they what just you've go got to remember is jealousy that, and idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disney, Disney has always been pretty yeah. much like this as well. I mean, if you go right back to the early days, there's a lot of people tried to copy what Disney did. Oh yeah, and, they yeah. Were and they're the down on that. They're the ones, you know, that... and that's what you know they'll feel by doing that in the past. This has worked for us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Star Wars is under our wing now. It falls under our restrictions. And We're going to keep, you know, we this this internet thing. You know, there's so much people can do. Let's just clamp down on it. And you know, they can always like release, the, release yeah. the lever as they go along if they want. You know, if it becomes if they think, okay, we can relax this a little bit now. But the best thing to do initially is shut it all down and get it under control. Yep. Yeah. Marvel was it, the same way. Like in the, before they got bought out by Disney, it was all these st- like Spider-Man man fa- made films and stuff and everything. And now it's kind of gone away, you know. Yeah, uh, and don't don't get me wrong. On the business side of things, you guys know I'm a filthy laissez-faire type ca- capitalist pig. But <laughs> I do believe in good form. I do believe that you can be filthy, stinking rich in a good way. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do, I do kind of miss those. And I, I really, really seeing, uh, Howard the D- duck on what if this week, oh, yeah. uh, made me miss, uh, uh, the, um, robot chicken, star Wars ro- robot chicken stuff. And like, oh my God, how great would it be for him to do more on the sequel trilogy? And I was like, oh wait, Disney will never, ever, never ever, ever. It's like Star Wars detours. Uh, ever let it let it let it happen. Yes. There, there's that hope that Star Wars detours will will get released at some point in time. But it, I'm surprised surprised that the Star Wars specials are on uh, HBO Max for for Robot Chicken. <laughs> I am. They are though. I love those those things. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so uh, Shaki, uh, any any other little tidbits or anything else we're keeping our our eye, eyes on? Or Cam, is is there anything else you had up your sleeve? Um, the, the, the only other thing, um, 
I was, what was that? I've actually forgotten now what I was going to <laughs> mention. Uh, so, yeah, I think you were going to go on to it anyway, Kyle, was just, you know, there was some interesting stuff that came out after the finale of The Bad Batch. Oh, yeah, the know, Mount, which Mount is, Tantus stuff. happened. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. something that we, and I mentioned just a few minutes ago about uh, them using EU stuff, we know that the uh, Legends Essential Collection, I think is the the title of it, uh, released, you know, Heir to the Empire, uh, new co- covers, new uh, format using the, the tr- trade paperback format, uh, which is like your guys' uh, trade uh, comic book. So it's bigger than paperback, but different than uh, uh, hard, hardcover. Um, and I've been pointing out, you know, hey, they they had Luke's hand in a, in a vat in, in a comic book that's kind of similar to, you know, the, the uh, heir, heir to the Empire and the Dark Empire stuff. And, and apparently, uh, and I went and watched the final episode of, of Bad, Bad Batch. I'm not going to lie. The action stuff was kind kind of cool and I dug the music. I can't stand the Omega voice actor. I don't know, know who they are. I, now that's just off of one Besides the See, first episode, I which I, I couldn't like get her into in the either. First episode, and then I've kind of warmed to her as time's gone on. Uh, yeah, so, so I didn't care know, for her in the first episode. You don't episode like when she goes, Hunter, care for this. Hunter, no. Hunter, Hunter, where so, are we going, Hunter? Um, but I, I did think the action stuff was done well, and I did like the musical cho- choices. That being said, uh, the final shot is this mountain uh, on a on a uh, foresty, uh, almost Eastern European continent type uh 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 looking plant planet uh, and and a lot of people are pointing to some art piece or concept art that says the word mm-hmm. tantus mm-hmm. circulating online yeah. mike help help me out here oh or cam go go for it cam um yeah so basically the sort of showrunners the, the show the, the exact producers of the bad batch were being asked about you know, and this this is the first clue to it. You know, they were asked. You know, so analysis goes somewhere at the end. A the uniform that the person's wearing that comes out to meet analysis is the same as Doctor Pershing wears mm-hmm. in the Mandalorian. So there's a connection right there. Um, and they basically basically say this is where your new work's going to be, kind of thing. And they had asked them about it and said, you know, is this leading up to the whole Palpatine cloning Snoke thing? And, you know, they, they obviously denied it, refused to talk about it. But by the way, they kind of, they answered it was like, it was almost like, yeah, you've got us, but we can't move, really talk about that and confirm it at the moment. You know, we're only in season one, so give us a chance here and stop asking us these horrible questions. Thanks very much. Uh, and that was on StarWars.com, you know, so that wasn't mm-hmm. some other, you know, trade that's been pressuring them or anything. Um, so that was pretty interesting. And then we have that there was artwork that said Tantus on it. Different spelling, but then we relate that back, and this is where we maybe jump back to you, Kyle, because you probably have the best knowledge in this. Where, where does that have a connection to the Legends material? Uh, Wayland, the planet Way- Wayland. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the planet Merker. That was also a big, big deal on in that, so in that series. Apparently, I think the artwork said Wayland on it or something as well, but it was spelled differently. It was spelled W-E-Y versus A-Y. A-Y, yeah. And it was just like that slight differences, but considering that they're building up Keithron and all that sort of stuff, people are kind of now putting the clues together. Some dots that I... all connected, yeah. This re- this reminds me, and my- Shaki, you're a teacher. I know you're uh, uh, social studies, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so American so you get a sl- slight pass 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 here. But I connected these two dots a, a while while ago. I know I'm not the o- only one, but it, re- it reminds me of when I did algebra. I could do so much of it in my head, and some asshole teacher show your work. Did I have a calculator in my hand? No. Then why do I need to sh- show my work? I obviously did it. Why do you need to see how I I got the answer right? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just saying, guys. Guys, just look. Not, yeah, I got that, like a ninety-five percent hit rate. That's not how the education system works. Oh, you know. It doesn't matter. Sorry. It's stupid. Show your. I could see if because I had access they need to a calculator. To be able to, you know, what if your what if your skills fail you in the future? And you think, oh my god, 
I'm in a nuclear accident here. I need to be able to do calculus. <laughs> my usual skills have failed me where I could just Fearing, do calculus in my head because I'm I'll, a savant. I'll say that if I only this, knew the method to do that. My my seven my my 17 years of engineering experience in the United States Army, I never once outside of a school situation didn't have this to pull out the calculator or the Excel spreadsheet with the yep. bridge, bridge yeah, weight uh, equations. What, what and... if during your military battles you were pulled back in time to like 1936 like the Philadelphia experience <laughs> or something And then after a while the batteries run out of the calculators and you're like an engineer, <laughs> you need to work shit out doing math. You, you'd well, have to reteach yourself. The I would have methods. to. I I can. I can actually. You'd have to send you in 1930s school. I can look at and I've got all the formulas. No, no joke. I can go take the materials of a bridge and certain measurements and tell you what weight it can bear and what m- equipment can can cross that would be and, good because there's how, a walk coming uh, up how much years. time so yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> a game it's a game up like one year uh, <laughs> yeah you know uh so yeah i i mean i i get i get it but yeah i i, I couldn't i couldn't stand that so it is it's it's cool to see it it's it's i don't know i don't know if i'm happy for them to change the name and kind of preserve the eu or if i'm like oh you guys are just chicken shit you you want to you want your cake and eat it too like i don't know how to feel right let me put it this way right woody marvel what does an mcu do does it oh they amalgamize a lot exactly no no they change as a resource yeah they say let's take a little bit of this and let's take a little bit exactly what they're doing and we put together and that's what star wars is doing now with the legend stuff they're saying it's here let's use it but not necessarily the way it was let's make it work for us but Marvel always, always did that, and they're just now uh, uh, deciding. This is a new one. Yeah, this is Star it. Wars, man. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I guess we could wrap it up then. So we we might see the the Heir to the Empire trilogy uh, play out. Uh, we've definitely seen some things like that. We might see some uh, in an alt universe type of way. In an alternate <laughs> universe type way, if you, you will. We've also seen some dark uh, dark uh, empire with uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. So listen, the way that the the end of the season kind of set itself up, I wouldn't be surprised to see Crosshair teaming up or like or working for grand admiral thrawn like i could see thrawn being introduced like a young thrawn introduced <laughs> in season two of bad batch and kind of seeing him rise in the yeah. ranks and crosshair kind of because it's almost like the way that like going back and watching crosshair and, and really that last episode where you get to really understand crosshair not being a, just a clone but really thinking that he's almost identical to the the mindset of how thrawn you know is in that aspect of you know being so loyal or devoted to the empire believing in that in that root cause of it so yeah. there, the whole, there's a the lot. thing yeah because his chip's been removed they yep. did confirm that as well so, yeah it it's so like lying, it's, you, know? you know for a long time it was like oh he's just you know a clone that you know is you know his inhibitor chip is just controlling him and stuff but when you we find out that his chip was gone a long you know a while ago or whatever and that this is who he is this almost is kind of like he's gonna team up with someone yeah. that almost is in identical into his thought process. So I could see season two, we see Thrawn and Crosshair kind of. It would you know, be interesting to see a young Thrawn show up in the bad batch. Yeah. Now listen, it's setting up like there's, you know, I don't want to give away too much right now and stuff because I'm still f- figuring out. But what it's seeming like is that there's a lot of stuff in Bad Batch that we're gonna see tied into the Mandoverse. So, now, uh, um, with with that whole Thrawn thing, I know they're doing a prequel trilogy of books. I think the third one did drop not not too too long ago. I've got the first one. I haven't started it yet, uh, but I, I I plan to here soon. Um, so that there's definitely some room to play with with oh, you yeah. know, Thrawn's out in the un, unknown regions and for quite a while. Thrawn. That. One hundred percent there. Yeah, uh, like I said, uh, part the only reason why it's a little different because, like I said, Marvel's always done the twisting, changing amalgamations between Ultimate and and uh, uh, Six One Six. 
Disney were like, fuck the EU. Like, they they were just, it, it. there was no, hey, thank you. We No, they were straight up gone. Fuck it. Forget yeah. it. Ignore it. Don't think about it. We're not going to support it. We're slapping this Legends thing against the title so that way you guys don't don't read it. Like, they treated it like crap. So, like I said, part of me is like, hey, they learned their, their lesson. And then part of part of me is like... <laughs> that was the, I think that just dealt with royalty checks. That Lucasfilm, prior to Disney buying it, was handing out a lot of royalty checks, you know, and Disney... Will make a you know make a penny any which way they can, and so if they feel like hey, these guys are basically getting away with you know what they feel you know is, yeah they didn't know if they could make as much, much worth right. it and yeah. and it, and again that whole idea like Cam said what if it doesn't what if it takes away sales of our original stuff which they they do they will that's the and business they will of it unfortunately yeah. and get guess what cry about it how about try writing things that more more people enjoy instead of well, just I mean, small the other niches. aspect of it is they thought they didn't need it. They thought they were going to create their own whole they new thought, universe. Oh. Um, and that this is this more adop- adoption of some of that legend yeah. stuff oh, yeah. is definitely yeah. post the Rise of Skywalker. You feel that that's, that's happened, you know, post the reaction mm-hmm. to Solo, everything like that, that yeah. kind of the fan, where the fans weren't happy, so you know that's all we can do at the moment is let's yeah. see see what happens. Well, I I don't remember if it was Kennedy or someone else, but when they they uttered the phrase "we don't have source material," everyone Kennedy, yeah, yeah, everyone was like, technically, yeah, but also technically, no, but yeah. Yeah. you know, we I, and I they're using it. it. That's the it. thing. They yeah, are using it. We'll and, don't get me wrong. Overall, even heart, heart of hearts, I'm happy. I, and and yeah, I always want Star Wars to be good. Like guys, I even the stuff that I don't know. I'm a comic book fan. I've been ignoring this arc and keeping this one as 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 gospel. While this one's okay on every third year, and Star Wars is now the now the same. I've got enough. That I could be like, ooh, this canon stuff that's not OT, but Disney, you know, Rogue One is is great, but this comic art from Dark Dark Horse right. is good. Good. I'm ha- I'm happy to, to give every, everything a sh- a shot. I just hope that they don't. I I hope they really have learned a, a lesson that to shut out the old is not smart bit business. It was a bad business move at the beginning. They thought, into you know, to that defensive, they didn't have any source material. They were trying to create their own new Star Wars universe, and it didn't work, and they at least they admitted to it, and they've mm-hmm. gone back, and they said, alright, let's go and redo, you know, or let's go and tap into the things that people love and stuff, and, you know, it's kind of like uh, Galaxy's Edge at Disney World Disneyland. You know, Galaxy's Edge is Star Wars to a sense, but at the same time, it's still sequel trilogy stuff that, it, 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 you know, to some fans, are, they don't connect to it. You know, besides yeah. seeing the Millennium Falcon and maybe building your own lightsaber, like seeing Rey or Kylo Ren walk around, eh, you know, the, the other things that go along with it. That's what that, that's been the kind of the downside and the complaints about Galaxy's Edge at, at Disney World is that there's some people feel like it doesn't have that star wars vibe to it so uh, but in the tvs and movies they readjusted so right, we're gonna you know mandoverse you know they're connecting it to the clone wars and stuff they're bringing kenobi you know back you know rogue squadron we'll see how much that connects into you know the books and you know i think it's they're they're in the time period and now the next wave of films after you know rogue squadron whether it's you know the acolyte or something it's you know because even look at high republic high republic wasn't it, it was it had a good initial wave of fans to it but it's kind of died itself out there's not a, yeah. a, a strong fan base to the high republic that they were hoping absolutely you know um to get out of it so it, absolutely. It's a, they got to tap into the things that work so thrawn worked rogue squadron works to, you know go to that stuff Yep, and you know what we're we're gonna do? We're gonna go ahead and wrap this this episode up, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking us out. Uh, LRMonline.com every day for all all. Uh, 
I'll, I'll get through it. I pro- pro- no, promise. You're good. All of your entertainment news needs and, and opinions, guys. Uh, we have our awesome YouTube channel filled with all these great uh, videos, like, like the Daily Cog, uh, the Cantina, Marvel Multiverse Mayhem are all all video video now. Animeversal Midnight Run has been on hiatus due to COVID in the ho- House of Malone. Uh, my son and I beat it without knowing we had it. <laughs> Christine uh, decided to get her telltale symptoms like four days in- into infection. Uh, she is recovering and uh, we will have a regular Animeversal reviews up next week. And Midnight Run will hopefully be back with Naughty Puppets in all the 4K glory. Yes, I'm going to try to render the pu- puppets in 4K, guys. This is the things I do do for you. Uh, so, so please subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, of course, all the, our podcasts are available in audio format on on uh, every app you can imagine. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, Apple. And, uh, yeah, we also have a shit ton of interviews on the YouTube channel. So, so check it all out. Uh, Cam, you got anything you want to th- throw in? Nope. Shockey? Tottenham won against Man City. So... Kiss my ass to all those people that are making fun of Tottenham. <clears throat> yeah, it wouldn't last long. Hey, it doesn't yeah, matter. One and oh, I'll take it. In fact, October, not, yeah. wait a minute, would you not get tonight by basically a set of part-timers from the sorry. European Conference League? Did, uh, did Newcastle win their third? Guys. <laughs>